This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner, Audible. Yes, it is. So we are partnered with Audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free, a lot of Audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about Audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something, that is yours forever. Like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet. doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Right. Oh, that's hey. We are live, sir. We we are. Johnny and the Greg, if you guys could do your usual favors, even though you diehards that are on here right now watching us, if you could please um hit the uh the like button, that really helps an algorithm or something and it helps us out. So if you could please do that, that would be very helpful. I don't know how many are on actually right now. Maybe none. So I might be talking to nobody. Yeah, we got two. <laughs> we got two. The, you got two, two right there two. listening to us. Press two right like. Away. Press like and for us. Like. That, I think it's just if like. You can, and then just share. You can share. Yeah. yeah share it can. out to your networks. Yeah. Let people that know. That would help. Spread Let people know. Yes. Yes. We need some. We need some help here. We need some help. Mm. Definitely. How was your weekend, Greg? Pretty boring. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we had a snowstorm, uh, so it it was a batten down the hatches and just uh, just how bad was it out. in Wisconsin? It 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 wasn't like god awful. I mean, yeah. as far as as far as like you know the snowstorms that you and I grew up with, yeah. So the sorry, I'm getting feedback. There we go. Um, you know, you and I grew up like six inches snowstorms were not a big deal. Like it was, yeah, I would get say that. Your shovel. I mean, it was, it was it a pain in the get ass. Get your shovel, help your neighbors out, push cars, <clears throat> yep. push cars. Yep. I mean, out and, of the and help them out. That happened multiple times a year, yeah. like in a winter, right? Right. At it, least three. It, at least. Yeah. I mean, and it seems like we have maybe one a year now. Like, like we get like that first snowstorm where it was like, oh, we got to adjust and everything else. But then, then it will melt and go away and just be cold. Um, and this was like the first snowstorm where it was, oh, I had to like plan out when was I going to clear the driveway? Yeah. And then of course, after I cleared the driveway this morning, got up at like seven to do that. Um, clear the driveway, looked outside, heard my neighbor snowblower was going and I watched the snowplow just like, go by and just bank it all up at the end of the driveway again. I was like, man, but my neighbor was cool. And he, 
uh, he, he, uh, he yep, he, I was gonna say he gave you a blowjob, and he did. So, um, <laughs> clear, cleared out the end of it, and uh, yeah, so we were able to get out and do our, you know, what. Literally I'm not gonna complain that it doesn't throw six inches on us every three or four. No, times I'm not. Week. I'm not either. And I realize it's global warming, and that's bad. Well, I was gonna ask but, you that, and I don't mean to steer towards this, but do you think that's a direct cause of that? Oh, I, I absolutely do. We yeah. are just yeah. heating up. We're just heating yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, like and and global warming, or you know, more more properly, the global global climate change. Yeah, is happening now. The reasons for that, you guys can debate that all day long. Whether it's man-made, whether it's a, a natural geological occurrence, I don't care what it is, but it's happening. And and you know, I've got my own personal opinions about it of like why it's happening at such a rapid rate. Yeah, uh, but you know, to, to each their own, but the, the people that like flat out deny it just baffle me. Yeah. I don't see how you can't see that. Yeah. Yeah. You like know, I, yeah, I don't see how you can't the the that. massive like weather events that happen at all different times of the year. Yeah. Or don't happen in certain areas anymore. I mean, it's things like that. You're just like, well, I don't know. I just, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's not, it, you can't say it's not happening. Or if you say that it's like the earth just going through its own little cycle, that means it's still happening yeah. and, and it's still affecting people like, yeah. Still um, a thing. So not to go, this isn't where I wanted to go at all today, but <laughs> if, uh, if you were to guess end of the world scenario would it be more water world or would it be like some sort of virus that we unleash that has been sleeping in the ice for millions it of years could be anything my, my family's literally watching the last of us right now right now and and some weird you know fungal virus that takes us all i, I don't think it's going to make us zombies but it could kill us all sure you know yeah it, we've lived through a pandemic now yeah. And not that we were the first ones to do it, but it puts a different perspective of like, oh, like a global killer type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah, no, I, I think all those possibilities are real. I, I mean, just I'm not sure. Like like you said, I don't think it's gonna turn us into zombies, but I think it would definitely just clog up our lungs with fungus yeah. and we die you know yeah that, um, that could happen water world that that's yeah you know uh water world and that it, the ice caps melt and then it floods you know yeah. coastal states and everything else could could that happen yeah it can yeah. <laughs> i mean that's and, yeah. and when all that happens like the tornadoes the hurricanes the droughts the snowstorms are all going to shift around and people that just aren't prepared for those kind of things. I mean, I think that's more of what would wipe us out from that geological perspective is the, it's going to change so much that all of a sudden you get, you know, you get, I don't know, a, a tornado in um, Manitoba or something like that, where they're like, what the hell is that? We don't, we're not prepared for that. So. Yeah. I think we're <laughs> slowly engineering ourselves to uh, definitely. Um, yeah not be able to handle it like I mean, I, I, at, out of out of let me ask you a question out of your kids and i i'm picking on your oldest because of it this example will make sense for her mm -hmm. how many of her friends can change a tire if it goes flat 
How many know where to check? How many know where to check for the oil? And I'm just talking about car maintenance. I'm not talking about everything else in the world that happens to you. I mean, I'm just so I I feel like we're constantly not preparing the next generation for things um, that's coming up. We're not making hard, hard people that could withstand that. Correct. And, And and you're absolutely right. I mean, my daughter took a class. Like she understood. I need to kind of know how to do this stuff. So they had a, a like an uh, autos class. It was like autos class for girls, but that sounds sexist. It was just an all girls section of the class so that they didn't have to deal with meatheads, like giving them shit for being girls in a shop class. Does that make sense? Oh, like, like, yeah, like pressure. <clears throat> yeah. It would almost like, be like, um, yeah, okay. I, it, it totally makes sense. I'm trying to find an analogy in case it doesn't make sense to it's, our audience. It's literally some redneck gearhead that would give a woman shit for being in a shop class where she's there to learn to do that kind of stuff right, so that right. she doesn't have to. It would to almost be like going to a learning how to work out at a privately with someone instead of like just walking in there and seeing all these behemoths lifting heavy weight. I hear, yeah. I hear there's people yeah. like really intimidated by that. So, <clears throat> yeah. It's something like that. Like right? someone who's never worked out before doesn't walk into Muscle Beach. And, right. Yeah. And just and start, try to just yeah. jump right in. Right. Um. Yeah. And but and some Clay just part of like, why not? Can they not use YouTube to do that kind of thing? Yeah, that's true. But there are parts in this country where you don't get cell service. Well, not only that, Um. just because YouTube's there doesn't mean they're going to use it. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like it's like back in the day when we were kids, and we'd go, "Mom, how do you spell this word?" I don't know. Look it up in the dictionary. We never looked it up in the dictionary. Right. Yeah. We just, you know, did it, our, we just did our best. Yeah, we just did our best, and then we learned that way. What I'm saying is, if we're raising kids to actually be soft and, I, I guess, lack of a better word, there's easier. They're not going to go because we're because wa- we're watching The Last of Us, which is a show about is you know the downfall of society through yeah. a very weird zombie invasion. Um, the the episode tonight is about a guy who is a survivalist and who knows how to do things. Yes. Like not only is he not the survivalist. Yes, he's armed to the teeth and like a bunker, but then he also knows how to fix things. He's got a start a fire fix things yeah all, all this that. stuff yeah and, and and just but basic farming like yes can you grow a garden yep and have you and your family live which on? is a lot harder than you actually <clears throat> think it is. yes and i know a lot of people can and i know a lot of people that can't yeah like like would my family be able to figure it out yes i think for the most part not everything Right. And there's a lot of other farm science piece, like like crop science that we just don't know. Yeah. Um, if it was like one of those, hey, there's a massive shortage, like we right. know enough people that we could probably start a community and start to figure it out. Um, but in the long run, like if it's a like literally apocalyptic, I'm like, no, kids, we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like well, not like, only that, like going back to what cousin clay said like can they not youtube how like youtube how to do it you're still relying on something else to teach you yeah and i get at the bare bones at at some point you are relying somebody to teach you but what i'm talking about is 
in my, the way I look at it and the way I'm going to teach my, my child is that before you put the key in the ignition, you're going to need to know these things mm -hmm. because what happens if your phone's out? What happens if you don't have a battery? What happens if like, you know, you can't rely on that phone to help you because yeah. no one's going to look it up when there's no issues. Like when you're sitting on the couch and everything's right in life, you're not going to go, oh, I don't know how to fix a tire. Let me YouTube this. Yeah. No, you always are. <clears throat> oh my God. How do I fix a tire when your tire's flat? Mm -hmm. So That's there was, it's a very minor situation, but I mean, it, it started to build up a little bit of panic when I was still teaching. I did, I was taking a group of kids to a field trip. We drove down uh, downtown Milwaukee to the rep where we had a whole backstage tour because these were kids that were interested in uh, musical theater and the arts. <clears throat> so big little backstage tour, and I'm, I'm driving a school van. It, it was just a, a straight up like Honda Odyssey minivan. Yeah. That I packed full of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven kids. And we went to this field trip on our way back. Um, like a flash uh winter storm kind of popped up. It was rain, which was fine. I mean, I wasn't worried about like getting it into an accident or us slipping around, but there was kicking up so much mud onto yeah. the windshield. Yeah. I could figure out how to get the windshield wipers to work. We couldn't figure out how to get the windshield washer fluid to go because I was in a, a van that I had never driven before. Yeah. It was something at the even like the the steering column was in a little bit different setup. Yeah. I was used to driving like GMC or Chevys or Fords or, or just like, and I'm like, how do I get this thing to go? And right. every time the windshield wiper would go, it was that wintry slushy muck and dirt mm -hmm. was getting smeared on the windshield. I'm like, a couple more times, I'm not going to be able to see out of this thing. So yeah. I had a kid. I'm like, hey, check in that glove compartment. Is the manual in there? He's like, yeah. Great. Look up washer fluid. Like we need to figure yeah. this out. We need to figure it out right now or else I got to pull over until we figure it out. Right. And like, there's like five girls in the back singing whatever pop song was on at the time. They're not paying attention. And me and this other kid were like, Oh shit. Okay. Like we're quietly trying to figure this out. Right. And we did, we figured it out. I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's okay. It's right here that I wouldn't have thought to, to push or pull or do whatever I right, needed yeah. to do. Um, and and but that's that's kind of how it that's how quickly things can kind of turn on right yeah yeah so i wanted to talk about the last of us and since you brought it up and it's kind of in this conversation that we've just organically grown here like i need you to help me out with the last of us there's one thing i don't understand about it is how does this virus work like i um, don't understand how like, is it like, do you remember that plant monster in that movie where they go to some pyramid in Mexico, some ancient pyramid in Mexico and the plants like eating them alive type thing? Not really, but like four people are stranded on top <laughs> of some sort of Aztec pyramid. I'm going to believe you, but I don't recall. Oh, the ruins. It was called the ruins. Oh, anybody else see the ruins? I don't think I ever watched. It, okay. But. So in, in that, no matter what happened the plant if it like touched you it sent these things into you okay like microscopic and they just started growing as time pro progressed okay so 
from what I understand, the way that this virus first started was there was a um, it would it was poisoned flour at the largest flour factory in the entire world. And it poisoned yes. people like in like bread, wherever flour was put in that yeah. stuff. That's so, how people so, got affected. Like baking products. Um, they, they actually they, obviously you haven't watched tonight's episode. No. Um, there's a scene where he explains to Ellie. Yes, it was this flour manufacturer. You know, and this they they made everything from the world's largest pancake mixes to breakfast cereals to to all this stuff. Right. Mass infection. You know, people eat it. Yeah, I I get how everybody I I want to understand how people get it now. Bites. Is it like a zombie? You get scratched. Yeah. Okay. Well, not just. I don't know if it's scratching, but definitely biting or. Okay. All right, that part makes sense to me. So the next part is this virus is like a uh, community like it can talk to each other from across the the from across yep. the place but i'm seeing them walk through weeds how do they not know the virus is sitting there at the bottom of it and it's it could tell them like hey there's motion you know what i'm saying like there's some situations where they get out of the yeah. building and they're yeah. walking on grassy plains how do they know the virus so, isn't there i i don't know that okay but there's uh, one of the, I don't know if it's episode, must be episode two. Maybe it's one. I don't know. Um, they find like one infected and he's got like the, the whole like mushroom cloud thing behind him, but he's totally dried up. So like that's dead. Okay. And they just like peel him off. So that was right. fine. But then at some point, yeah, you see the 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 network. You can't the fungus network. It if it's dry or anything. Um, like no, not. And this was like in the game. I remember playing it, and you would see like shit in the air. Yeah, and it was like, is that all that? I mean, and they kind of took this out of the out of the show. I think just to not confuse people. Okay. Um, but it's it, as far as transmission goes. Yeah, like biting. Um, and then scratching or maybe not even scratching just biting i I think it's just biting i don't think it's scratching okay i could be wrong um i could be wrong oh it looks like chiefs won yep fuck you chiefs that's how i feel i'm not even a Bengals fan i just don't like the Chiefs. i'm just chiefs chiefs versus eagles i don't care about the super bowl this year Oh, I, I I do. I think the Eagles are are, are solid. It, like I haven't seen a team that's that good in every area in yeah. a long time. Yeah. Like the Chiefs have some weaknesses. I don't think the Chiefs' defense is as good as Philly's defense type thing. The it, it's nothing personal. The teams are good. I mean, like, of course, they don't, yeah. they don't get to go to the Super Bowl if you're not good. I mean, I'm not trying right. to say that. I just have. I mean, there's usually like somebody on the team that I can root for. Yeah. Or there's like nobody have... on these teams. <clears throat> nope. I have no emotional connection. Like, like if the Niners got in, yeah. like vicariously through you, because they're your number two team. Yeah. I would be rooting for the Niners. I hear you. Okay. And with with these two, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I think I just don't want Patrick Mahomes to win. They they've become the new Patriots. You think like if they're in, yeah. you're like, no. Don't want you to get another one because I'm tired of seeing you here. They, they've gone to like they're on this. They've on they've been on this stage now three times in the last five years. 
Yeah, I think so. So it's like, all right, we're kind of done with you. Like, yeah. give us something else. And I, I, personally, yeah. I think like get used to it. They're going to be here for a long time as long as yeah, that I think so. Quarterbacks playing. Mm-hmm. Anywho, yeah, that game was terrible, Clay. That was kind of unfair. It, it just felt unfair. They lost their starting quarterback like the third play of the game. Did they really? Yeah, they had the I, I watched fourth watched string Noble quarterback. Culture. It's basically the fourth string quarterback. They got him off the practice squad and they got him off the street like two weeks ago. Jeez. And this guy's like thrown in against like this hellacious defense. Oh my gosh. And they just they played like they had a four string quarterback. Yeah. And it and it and it it's so funny how this sport is a team game, but it's so heavily reliant on one position. Yeah. Now yeah. it's turned into that where the team is so heavily invested in one position. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 nuts. But it hey, it is what well, it is. It's called football for a reason. If this if anybody cares, and I know Johnny doesn't, but uh Wrexham AFC is having a hell of a season. Who's Wrexham AFC? Wrexham AFC is the football club that's owned by Ryan McElhenney and Ryan. Oh, fuck. Are you talking about <laughs> soccer? No, I'm talking about football. Oh, you're not going to do this to me. <laughs> no. Okay. Here's a, here's, I'm going to go on a little rant. Everybody says, oh, here we go. Here claim we go. that soccer is the number one sport in the world. It's not. It's not by a long shot. How? Okay. I'll tell you exactly how. What's the number one sport in the United States of America? Football. Okay, what's the number one sport in Canada? I don't know. Uh, ice hockey. Okay. What's the number one sport in Japan? Baseball. Baseball. What's the number one sport in China? Basketball. Okay. Do Are they not in the world? Do they not count in this little world that everybody's saying it's the number one sport? Because I, I just named you five places. Australia. What's the number one sport in Australia? Rugby. There. I've just named six or five, I can't keep track, six or five countries where it's not the number one sport. So you want me to actually pull data points? I already did. I already did. I was waiting for this one day. I already did it all. But my point is, throw it up on the screen. It's not the number one one fucking soccer. And I feel like the only reason you're backing it up, the only reason you're backing it up is because, no, but you can't tell me number one sport if I just named you five countries where it's not. Yes, I can. How? Well, so America doesn't count. Canada doesn't count. Australia doesn't count. So you've you've named five countries, and they're good sized countries. I'm not going to lie, but you're saying that those that total population of those countries because they don't like overall have that be their number one sport of and and number one according to what people that play the game, national income of the sport. Number no, of people I mean, watching so the sport. I mean, what do you, you can go to. if you want to that, go that's economics? It is the poorest sport that you could buy. All you need is one ball and a person. Like the poorest person in the world could play soccer. The poorest person in the world could not play football. He would need twenty-two other friends to play that sport. Basketball, basketball probably is the second one. You need a ball that at least bounces, and you need some sort of flat surface where you can. And throw you can play one on one. Right, but what I'm saying is soccer, yeah. you can pick anything in the world at on any terrain. All you need is a ball that rolls. I know kids that kick it with a coconut. I, I mean, so I'm, I'm wondering I how kids. this, how does this relate to then it being? Well, you said economics. You said economics. No, I mean like how you're much, going economics. I mean like how much does the sport earn? 
like how much does it bring in well i think you could look at it from the also the thing is how like golf people consider golf a, a fantastic sport but you need to be it's expensive sport yeah like you need to what i'm saying is in some of these third world countries where they can't afford even a field or they yeah. can't even afford a ball you can still kick a rock so why does that not make it a valid no i'm saying if you want to use it as an economics point you got me Okay. But if you're going to judge over the entire <laughs> world, but then take out all the state, all the countries I gave you, and then say, yeah, then you're right. That's point on your body where soccer hurts you. What can you, can you show me where soccer hurts you? Because right. you have this. You you I, hurt I, I me watch, because I wanted, you I wanted never even where... cared about soccer until you saw a show. So. It's just funny, like you. Your wife, like this your wife, big... didn't give a shit about football until she started dating you. Well, yeah, that's true, but this is because what she knew she had to sit there. So, right, but she never ran around going football like you are. You're running around going soccer. No, no, I'm sorry, not soccer, football. And like you're it correcting is. everybody in America we're, about that. We get pissed we're off the about only this. the country that says that. Then we're not the only. Then we're not the only. Uh, then we're. I not mean, the I'm only. not jumping on trying to use the metric system here. You're you're treating me like I'm trying to like overturn the world. I know it just you're annoying with it. It's just annoying. Yeah, we get it. You like Ted Lasso. We get it. I like Top Gun, but I'm not talking about flying jets all the time. No, but you had a Tom Cruise crush for a long time. Oh, oh okay. Let's talk about Tom. <laughs> Let's talk about Tom. <laughs> I had this thought about Tom. I'm over the. You thing. grew your hair out like Tom in college. Come on. Like Tom, yes, I you, grew it out. Yes, you, you did. Yes, time you out, did. Time out. Time out. Just I'm not saying no to that. I'm saying explain yourself. When Mission Impossible 2 came out and he had like the long hair. Yeah. You were going for that look. Do you know why I was going for that? And you were you, you should you remember claimed, this part too. You claimed it was for a part. A part that you and I were trying to do. No, it was for that dinner theater thing you did. No, that was for the movie I wanted to do with the spy. Remember the spy movie I wanted to do? Which is probably really I, I do Mission Impossible. But I do remember that, the spy school. Yeah. Kind of yeah. That was the time you told me, you want me to shave my head? I'll shave my head. I was going bald already. It didn't matter. You didn't know that. You didn't know that. Yes, until oh, after yes. College. Uh, I, I do. I knew that. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, can you name somebody better like from the 80s? I, maybe this is forever. Can you name anybody in the history of acting that's better than Tom Cruise? The longevity and how he's always putting out good movies. Like you uh, going, wow, great movie. Good job. I mean, he's a nutball. Don't get me wrong. We're not mm -hmm. here about nut. Uh, like we're not here about like <clears throat> discussing his personal life. But that guy consistently throws out good movies. Most of the time, there there are some movies that just didn't hit. Kind of the pull up the IMDb on that. I know what you're saying, but the Mummy didn't hit. I mean, that wasn't a hit. Right, but you have both. You and I have both said that's a good movie. And then what I'm saying is, there are still movies that we enjoy as like kind of movie buff, but we also enjoy what we know are some pretty shitty movies. Really? You you don't like a good bad film? That's a I'm different topic. To oh, that's a different yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So, yeah. so, yes, Tom puts out like maybe like a movie. I don't even think it's every year. I think it's like every couple of years that he actually comes out with a film. Every two, you're thinking? I think I think it is, and they're these big budget things. So I think that's in his favor. 
and you and I have had that conversation where I'm like, I don't know if I like a lot of Tom Cruise films, but then we went back and looked and I'm like, yeah, actually I like a lot of Tom Cruise films. Yeah. Um, I don't like a lot of his early stuff, like even pre Top Gun. Oh, well, taps, I don't think there was a lot. The there was taps and risky <clears throat> business. Risky business was okay. I think it was more of during that. Isn't that wasn't that during the Chris the sixteen candles phase where it was the adolescents bit. getting in trouble? A little bit. I I I wasn't a big fan of of that one. Just wasn't there all the right moves to a football movie? All the right moves. Yeah, not not a great one. I mean, to me, that doesn't have the staying power. But you know, he's he's put out. Oh, what was that one? You got oh, it. Lamb, lambs for lions. Yeah, I'm looking at it. So his first credit is in 1981 called Endless Love. Never seen it. Yeah, never seen it either. Tabs losing it. The Outsiders. Eh. People go nuts about The Outsiders. It was a much better book than it was a movie. Risky Business, All the Right Moves. 85, Legend. I still watch Legend, but I watch Legend more for Tim Curry than... Okay, that was that wasn't a good movie. But no. I could see where fantasy people like it yeah. parts. Yeah, like the D&D fans. And yeah, then, yeah. The, the okay. people that like... I mean, they'll they'll do a triple feature with like Legend, Labyrinth, and what's the other one I was thinking of? Um, <clears throat> shit, I forgot. Doesn't matter. Um, then Top Gun in '86, Color of Money. Oh, I didn't like that one. That yeah, much. that's. I mean, I liked Cocktail. I thought that was good. Have and you it comes right after. Have you rewatched Cocktail lately? Oh, we're not tol- talking about holding up. Okay, yeah, it, I don't think I don't think it holds up. Um, oh, he has an uncredited henchman shot off the roof in Young Guns. <laughs> All didn't right. know, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, so you after, know what? I could see that being that was probably one of those situations where he just showed up on the set and they're like, Hey, Tom, you want to do this? So, really, 88 is kind of when we, I feel, hit a turning point for him where some of his movies were kind of hit and miss because the 88 was Rain Man. Okay, where he, where I think was one of the first times we saw him kind of dig in and act, right? And then eighty nine was born on the fourth of July. Nineties Days of Thunder. Okay, ninety two. Now we're now we're taking off. Now yeah. we're getting it. Like ninety two is far and away, and a few good men. Yeah, but few good men. Fantastic movie. Still, that's great. Great courtroom drama. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Full of stars too in that. And and. The, would the movie have worked without Tom Cruise? Yes. Would it have worked without other people in there, like Jack Nicholson? And I think it was. It Kevin he Bacon. wasn't. Yeah. Well, Demi Moore. Yeah. There was no point to Demi Moore. <laughs> but it was. It was. That was a whole cast kind of film. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. It, it was built on a little bit of Tom Cruise and more. I think of the Jack Nicholson as the hard ass general. Right. But that entire cast is really what brought that together. Uh, 94 interview with a vampire. I like that movie, but I don't necessarily like Tom Cruise in that movie. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Mission Impossible 96. I don't think Mich- the first Mission Impossible to me is not a great film. Oh, I liked it. I thought it was good. I I, it was- I've liked every single <clears throat> for what they a little, little cheesy for me. Um, 96 Jerry Maguire. Okay. Then he goes a little art housey. Then yeah, we, get, we get eyes wide sky, eyes, eyes wide, wide shut. shut. Yeah. Uh, 
Army Man's oh no, that's a music video. Never mind. Magnolia. Did I say Magnolia? Yeah. Two thousand. We get Mission Impossible two. Then we get Vanilla Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky. Minority Report, which was still a little. No, that um, was a good movie. It was long, but it was a good movie. Really? I might have to watch it again. I remember watching it the first time. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, come on, let's get to the point here. Oh no, I thought I, that was riveting. <laughs> really? I thought um, so. I thought it was really good. I thought it was too long. You're like, that, oh, this maybe is the, that's oh, it. This is not the end. Yeah. Okay. That's what happened there. Uh, he had a cameo in Austin Powers. Whatever. Gold member. Um, I don't remember that. Me neither. But, uh, oh, wait. Yeah. He dressed like Austin Powers. He was like okay. a knockoff Austin Powers, I think. Okay. I don't remember so, that. So um, I, I remember seeing him in the blue suit in the frill. <laughs> Now, then, this is when he jumped on Oprah's couch and went nutty, right? In 02? Maybe. Yeah, and then he started, then really good well, movies came out, but nobody gave him a chance because it was Tom, because he was acting well, like a goofball. He did The Last Samurai, which I also liked that film. but That was a I, fantastic film. But to me, it, it that didn't hinge on the performance of Tom Cruise. That could have been... Brandon. Anybody? That could have been, that could have been another, another actor, and I would still like the movie just as much. Because it was really like Ken Watanabe that made that role for me. And then the guy who, I don't know his name, but he was in Bullet Train as one of the big bad guys who told the story. He's he's like the token. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Samurai guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's always that guy. But I thought he was phenomenal in that. That was the first one I think I saw him in. Collateral was kind of a sleeper. No, I thought Collateral was good. It, it was good, but a lot of people didn't see it. Right, like it, okay. It was because he plays a bad guy and people didn't yeah. want to see him as a bad guy. War of the Worlds, I think, is a terrible film. Oh, I think you're wrong. I think it's a great film. There's okay. so many points I could point out that's like really good cinematic acting right there. No, I didn't. Oh, no, that. we're not even talking about his acting skills, which I think are good. But War of the Worlds is fantastic. I don't know what you didn't like about. I didn't like Let him. me guess. You thought it was <laughs> fake? <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was real. And then I was really disappointed when I thought it was fake. Um, Mission Impossible 3 is my least favorite of the Mission Impossible. I thought it was very good. J.J. Abrams. You did like it. Uh, I don't think you like anything except Luke Skywalker at the end of The Mandalorian. Oh, fuck you. Well, I mean, everything I talk to you about, you go, eh, sorry. I just it didn't. Am I wrong, people listening to him? No. Listening to us? It just seems like he's never all three of you thrilled anymore. Yeah, all three of you. <laughs> Tropic Thunder, I liked. Yeah, but that's that wasn't a, really Tom. Tom was hilarious a, in that. Not a Tom Cruise. Valkyrie, I liked. I thought that was pretty good. Valkyrie was good. I forgot he was even in Valkyrie. Yeah, he's the main guy. Yeah, he was the, that was good. Uh, was Night good. and Day is a terrible film. That was horrible. Yes. Ghost Protocol. I really, I like that. That was very good. That was a turning point in the Mission Impossible films. That's where I really started to be like, oh, these I like. Uh, Rock of Ages, where he sang. I never saw that one, so I have no idea. Was it good or not? I'll, 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 I'll leave it in the knowing, knowing your dis, disdain for musicals. I want to know if the Tom Cruise-ness of it will, will get Never. you over it and, Chris and Hemmet, try to watch it. I, I, I name anybody. I, I shut off Sweeney Todd the minute they started singing. I was like, fuck <laughs> this. I'm surprised this you didn't dumb. know that that was 
I, mean, I did. I didn't know. I thought maybe there was one or two music, like one or two little music notes. Oh, the whole thing is based off of oh, like, God. West End play. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Um, I'm not a musical guy. I didn't know that. Rock of Ages, which was a musical, I was kind of into, like listening to the soundtrack of the Broadway cast, and then the the Hollywood version was just fucking terrible. Jack Reacher, I like. Oblivion, I really like. Yep, both of those are good. Edge of Tomorrow. I I like um no nah, I'll say I like it. Rogue Nation, the second Jack Reacher film I was less impressed with. Uh, yeah, I but I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I just think there's something cool about a guy about Tom Cruise's stature that like you think there's no way this dude's gonna do anything and he ends up like destroying you. Yeah, but the way they shoot it and the way they like there's never a point where you feel like he can't do it. Because he's Jack Reacher and he's not supposed to. You're not supposed to feel like he's not going to win. I don't. Okay, go on. I don't understand you today. <laughs> American Made. I like the movie, but it didn't have to be a Tom Cruise movie. That's the one where he. Uh, oh yeah, played, yeah. Uh, he was the the playing guy. That's another yeah, good Tom. But what, all I'm saying is, when you go to a Tom Cruise movie, what would you say? Eighty percent of the time, you walk out going, "Good movie." whether okay. tom needed to be in it or not here's the thing yeah i think it's worth the price of admission like yes. I'm, I'm not asking for my money back that's right. kind of our, our standard right top gun maverick which i like i think oh, it's god a, here we go it's a fun film no i walked out of there going that was a good time okay that was a yeah fun that, that's what that's what i mean that's all i'm talking about with tom cruise i walked out of there saying yeah. it, was a, it was a good majority time majority of the time film. you walk out of tom cruise movies going Okay, I had a good time. Did I think it was a complete ripoff of Star oh, Wars? Actually, See, yes, it go. was. The mission? Yeah, the mission was a ripoff of Star Wars. Well, that's what I said when I was watching. I'm like, oh, it's Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Do you think it is Oscar winner picture of no worthy? No, no. You know I know what? The, I don't know what is anymore. Like to me, right? Used to be Oscar worthy to me. What was actually on the MTV Movie Awards when they used to do that? That was the shit that was I enjoyed. I like enjoyed best it. fight scene, best the kiss, best pe- people's choice awards. I think those are good because those are like people voting instead of just the the Academy giving itself a hand. Job. Yeah, that makes sense. But some even then, the people that uh, that is it nominees. Like, is it still the people's choice that have the yeah, nominees for people's do, choice? I think you can still get on and vote. Like it's, it's, they take people. I know votes. you vote for who wins, but who votes for the nominees? Like thought, who says that's what I'm asking. I thought that was, you know what? I thought at one point it was still a nomination process from people. Right. Like, like with the internet now, regular, you just go on their yeah, vote. Yeah. Regular. That's what I thought, but honestly, I don't know if it is anymore. Okay. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. make that statement. Okay. So where were you going with the Tom Cruise thing? It was a thought I had after Top after Maverick. Okay. Because I because lately I have been walking out of movies going, oh, God, that was like bland. Like I I'm expecting mm-hmm. a steak to taste better, and it's like, oh, you fucking ruined the steak. Mm-hmm. You know, I can still eat it. I still get the necessary stuff from it, but <laughs> right, yeah, like this could have been better. And Maverick, when I watched it, I was like, "Wow!" Like I had everybody come up to me, Greg, and was like, "Dude, have you seen Maverick? Oh my god, it's awesome!" And I'm thinking, "Okay, it's just Tom mm-hmm. Cruise trying to relive like the magic of Top Gun." 
Right. And then I saw it and I was like, no, this is, this is great. I walked out excited. I walked out going, mm-hmm. finally, finally, somebody cooked a steak. I like finally. And I think that it just came at the right time of where I felt everything was bland lately. Yeah. You know, I, I think I, the biggest movie I saw before that was, uh, what's that damn movie with the, 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 uh, black Adam. Like I walked out going, Oh, oh God. Yeah. That was terrible. That was terrible. Yeah. And and the thing about, I would say both Black Adam and Maverick. You know, I got a movie I really like. I got a movie that I really dislike, and they both star two of the biggest names in Hollywood. And I, I guess that's my I, point too. I would say, if it was other actors in those roles, and not that you can really replace Maverick because that's the continue. I get that, but if you were to do like a similar Top Gun movie with a different star. I think it still would have been a great movie because it's the cinematography. It's it, there's a lot more to Maverick than just it being Tom Cruise. No, I disagree with that. And the only reason I disagree with that is because they, they tied the past movie to the, this movie so well right. that there was emotions. It's, uh, the, it's hard to separate the, the right. nostalgia emotion. So it wouldn't have worked. It would have been another good movie, but it wouldn't right. have pulled the way it pulled because Tom's in it. I haven't and, watched it yet. There's a new one out on Amazon Prime about the Korean War. It's another aviator, naval oh, aviator, oh, yeah? kind of funny. And I'm looking, I watch it. it, it, it I'll, I will watch it. It's got the guy who played Hangman. Okay. In, so it's Glenn. What was his name? Glenn something. Glenn Powell. Yeah. Um, so it's Glenn Powell and uh, the guy who's in the new Creed movie. He, well, he's uh, um, he's uh, oh God. The oh, bad I guy. Know who you're talking Kang. About. He's Kang. Yes. 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 Um, I know what you're talking about. So it's those two in like a, a, in a fighter pilot film. Oh, like, Red Tails? Not Red Tails. No. Okay. Um, Red Tails was terrible. Uh, it was a missed opportunity for sure. Um, no, it, I'm like, hopefully they make that one just as enjoyable because I I thought I read that they use some of the same filmmaking process. Okay, of of making that. So anyway, um, what else did you have on the docket? Because like, there's an Oscar thing that came up. What else did I, I have? Did, what? What else did you have to talk about? Because there's an Oscar thing that I sent you. I don't know if you were going to talk about that or not. An Oscar thing you sent me? Yeah, I didn't get that. Oh well. Or I didn't read it, or I don't. I don't remember you sending me anything about. That's okay. I don't take it personally when you don't read my stuff. Um, there, there is a woman. Let me bring up her name. She's nominated for, I believe it's Andrea Riceboro. Uh, okay, nominated that's for that's the husband of Ag- Edgar. No, and Andrea. She's an actress. Nominated. Oh, for that's her name. Yeah, that's her name. I'm sorry. I uh, thought she was playing somebody like. Nope. That. Nope. She's nominated for actress in a leading role. She's uh, her people nominated were Kate Blanchett for Tar, uh, which is a composer film. It's on my list to watch. I haven't watched it yet. Anna de Armas and Blonde for the Marilyn Monroe film on Netflix. I haven't watched that yet. Andrea Riceborough for Two Leslie, which is a film I've never even heard of. Um, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans and Michelle Yao for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Kind of the favorite I, right now, I think, is Michelle Yao. But this Andrea Riceboro, who who is nominated, like there are only like there's less than 10,000 members of the Academy. I think it's more like closer to six. 
And those are the people that vote if you get nominated. You only need a little under 300 votes to get nominated. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's the setup. This woman, she got nominated. They announced it. You've been nominated for an Oscar. And now, as of this week, the Oscars have come out and they're like, we need to research how this woman got nominated. Because oh. like, because it's out of left field, right? Like, no one, very few people have heard of this film. And so they're going after, like, how much did people campaign to get her nominated? So there's rules. You gotta be peop- you gotta be campaigned to do this. Well, there's rules like like Michelle Yao can't go and talk to other Academy members saying, watch this movie and then think about me for in a best actress role. Like that's unacceptable. Okay. It's against it's against the rules of the Oscars to do that. They okay. actively campaign for your own film to be nominated. Can't do that. So word on the street is is that other actors who saw this film were telling other actors hey you know what you got to go check out this two leslie film especially the performance by andrea riceboro i guess edward norton was one of the big ones that was going around hollywood being like go check this film out it's amazing to the point where the academy went maybe that was too much now the word on the street is they're upset that other actresses didn't get nominated for their roles and that this Leslie woman, or I'm sorry, this Andrea woman took up a spot that was meant for someone else. Um, that was meant for Viola Davis in the woman King. Like she didn't get nominated. And I hear that's a good film. I heard she did an amazing job, but so now the Academy's like, so, you know, maybe we should go look and see where this woman came out of left field and they might take away her nomination. Okay. I, I, and it, it to me, it just smacked, like we already said, and we've said this before that the Academy is such a like kind of corrupt, like it's just a bunch of people in Hollywood just, you know, patting themselves on the back. Because it's such a small group. That's that, a very nice way to say it. You know yeah, how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, just earlier in the show, I said they're just giving each other mutual hand jobs. Yeah, that's all they're doing. Yeah. And so when, when it's I hear, like they're not even trying to hide it, they're like, "Oh, who's this woman?" Because okay. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Have have the ratings been good? I mean, I, I'm sure the ratings skyrocketed when we found out Will Smith slapped somebody. Oh yeah, but, but we were live when that yeah, happened, and we went, but, "Oh." But what I'm saying is, other than that, have they been going down? Like, are people just not giving a shit anymore? Because I knew award shows, yeah, award shows in general are dropping. Like, nobody. No, cares. I figure that. Yeah, nobody cares. Um, yeah, I. But uh, I don't watch live TV at night. Like, other than a sporting event. Yeah, you won't. I I don't watch live TV. Yeah. Like I watch the news, and sports live and live and and if i'm watching live tv on anything else it is background it is watching supernatural five episodes in a row while i'm doing some other stuff right yeah like like a show that we've been enjoying um oh crap i can't remember the name of it (laughs) now we've been enjoying it so much but we're like we're still streaming it or this uh this new i'm losing all of my brains right now i can't remember these shows um 
So it's a new the guy. The guy's a private investigator. His mother's a lawyer. Fuck. He's a private investigator and his mother's a lawyer. Yeah, it's it's Skylar Austin, who was in Pitch Perfect. Um, so help me, Todd. Okay, is the name of the show. It's actually a good show. Like we're we've been enjoying it. I'm not watching it live, right? And and, and I'm so not watching it live that I I can see the box art, like the the poster art in my head. I don't even know the title. Oh, okay. Like like when it comes when we're surfing our Amazon account, it's like, oh, there's a new episode of that show. Should we watch it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm so not watching live TV anymore. Yeah. Okay. I I think, I think that's everybody. Um, And I, it's a lot of people. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I just, eventually I could see just nobody caring about the Oscars anymore. Like, I don't think anybody cares. I, yeah. I'd be shocked if, like, it, it used to be an event at my house with my mom. My mom would throw Oscar oh, parties. Yeah, I don't think anybody's doing that anymore. I don't think, you well, know, unless somebody still hasn't, I don't know, hasn't <coughs> cut the cable, you know, and they're not yeah. streaming and they're, you know, they're they're. I don't know. I just I'm some of the categories I don't care about. Some of them I do. Like, I want to see Brendan Fraser win, like for the whale which is a movie I have not seen yet. I want to see him do well again because the industry tried to like screw him over and I'm happy he's doing well. Do you know what I mean? I didn't hear that. I was looking at a, I was looking at your brother saying, go chiefs. What's up? Beautiful buttholes. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for putting in your two cents there, Curtis. Life changing. Go ahead, Greg. What'd you say? I don't know. Now I'm reading too. Um, <laughs> so like best actor in a leading role. Yes. Austin Butler and Elvis finally watched that film. Dude's a good actor. Okay. Colin Farrell and Banshees of Inishiran. Not a, not an, in, well, entertaining, maybe depressing as all hell. Brendan Frazier. I want that guy to do well. Like oh, I want the whale. Him to, the whale. Yeah, I want yeah. him to live in on. Are these are the people that are nominated. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Paul Maskell and After Sun, no clue who that guy is. Could pass him on the street, don't know. Bill Nighy for a living. I like Bill. He's been in some good stuff. No idea what that movie is. Okay. So, like, and that's just, I'm like, I don't, I want, like, each there's category. Nothing in, there's nothing investing anymore. Like, the, each category They has keep picking somebody. movies that the majority of people don't see. I would right. love to see the box office score was with these. Because that's telling well, you who's going to see movies. That's when you're kind of like, it was the MTV Movie Awards that really hit, like, the movies that people are seeing. Yeah, yeah. But even that got dumb. Like, if you go back and look it at some dumb. of that, it, it, it got a little out there. Yeah. And, like, for Best Picture... They've got films on there that I'm like, really? You nominated that for best picture? Avatar, Way of Water. Best picture? No. Well, he, I think James Cameron's tight with all those people. In the he totally is. Yeah, that's how I look. So, I'm looking at that. I'm like, it, if anything, it should be up for best animated feature. It's yeah. an animated film. Yeah. 95% of that film is people CGI'd. And the sets are CGI'd and the water. Maybe some of the water's not. A lot of it is. Yeah. It's a CGI film. Elvis is interesting. It, it's, I mean, it was an okay film. I enjoyed it. 
uh, Tom Hanks. So it's nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, and probably some other stuff. It's also Tom Hanks is nominated for a Razzie for Worst Actor in a Film. Is that the one with uh, Otto? No. Like no, he, he, he's playing. He, he's playing Colonel Parker, who was Elvis's manager. Oh, you, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, you're still talking about the movie. Elvis. Yeah. Okay. So you've got Elvis up from multiple Oscars, including yeah, Best and then Actor. You have Tom, and then you have a Razzie and Award nominee. So that's a weird back and forth. You know. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick, best film, I, enjoyable film. Yeah. Well, what are you comparing it to? Well, I don't know. It's just like kind of the like the Oscars have always had the mystique of like you like you said, high art films that people haven't seen. No, I don't think so. I think it turned into that somewhere down it, the line. But like it uh, used to be movies we all knew mm-hmm. and we were all like, oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Or it, it was always movies like that. And all of a sudden it yeah. turned into way of the Will-O-Wisp. And you're like, who? <laughs> who? Who's what? Where is that? And like you heard like moonshine or whatever that moon yeah. moonlight or something, and no one heard of that. Right. And and somewhere along the line, it took a sharp turn where it just became a like, I don't know, it just became artsy. And you're kind of like, Yeah, like what happened to mo- the move? Like, this isn't cool. And the only I think the only thing you wanted to hang around was was um like for best special effects, because those are the movies you watch. You were like, Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and, I know that one. On, on that, uh, those nominees, All Quiet on the Western Front, which was I want Netflix film, really good. I didn't yeah. think it was visual effects wise. Okay, Way of Water, Avatar, Way of Water. That makes sense. Okay, probably gonna win. Um, Batman, the Batman. Okay, which I, I visual effects. I thought that was mostly like like practical stuff. Like I don't think of that as a big special effects film. Yeah, I, I don't. Even the things that you think aren't special effects, I guess they are. Right. So Maybe. I don't. What, Black, I, we should look up what what are the criteria for special effects? Not today. But, I can't. I can't ever find those. I've tried to find like, like what's what the criteria the, for these things for, e, for each category. Like what are the yeah. criteria for these? And I can't find them. All right. Um. I Black Panther Wakanda Forever is up for visual effects. That I, makes sense. It's a kind Marvel of, movie. Half the half of half seventy five percent of a Marvel movie special yeah. effects, and, and so is Way of Water. Like that, and then Maverick. And I think Maverick should win because of the innovative camera work they had to do in the pilot seat stuff. Because they actually had the actors. In so what's there. up for Best Picture? Because I have an interesting question for you after you. Well, say. and that's we named off some of them. So all quiet yeah, on the Western Front. Yeah, all quiet Western Front. Avatar: Way of Water. Banshees of Inisherin. Elvis, everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans, which is Steven Spielberg's kind of full bioptic piece on him coming up as a young filmmaker, like as a boy, like him I walking around with the camera as a boy. Yeah. Um, Tar, I think is how you say it. T A R. There's a weird accent above the A, so maybe that's not right. But that's that's a uh, about a conductor. Oh, like an orchestra conductor. Okay. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness. That's a lot of movies you're naming. Usually and, it's only like five. Nope. They got more. And Women Talking. Okay. Out of like 10 movies, 10 movies they nominated. Out of all those, what are the ones you <clears throat> think shouldn't be nominated for best movie? 
Avatar Way of Water. Okay. Uh, some, you know what? I haven't seen, I haven't seen Women Talking. Haven't seen Triangle of Sadness. Haven't seen Tar. Haven't seen Fablemans. All that sounds artsy fartsy to me. So those, that's four films I haven't seen. Okay. Avatar Way of Water, I don't think was best film of the year quality. Like it, it was barely even a good movie for me. It was a sci-fi film with a mediocre story and really good CGI. Okay, that that makes sense. Uh, so I I think when it comes to James Cameron, everybody wants to like they roll over on themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I out of all those group, I'm sorry, it it was Top Gun to me. Out of all that group, Top Gun should well, win it. It won't. I think it's going to go to some uh, sort of artsy fartsy show. I, I don't I think, think it's going to. I think there's a better shot with that one than some of the other. Honestly, I think Steven Spielberg will take it because people fall. Oh, that's like a lifetime, yeah, yeah, lifetime achievement award type. I'm thing. oh, I'm and it's about you, Steven. For, Here's yeah. your Oscar. <laughs> I'm pulling for everything everywhere all at once. Because you know that that okay. Let's talk about a movie that I don't think was the best. Mo- it was a weird, fun. It was a mind what the trip, hell's going man. on, money? Yeah, what the hell's going on in this movie? But. I can't stop watching. I think it's fun. Oh my God. He needs to jump on that to ignite to the next, like to, to, you know, how yeah. I thought like how they have to give it a paper cut and then they have to, you know, to switch their person or switch their jump or jump personalities or parallel mm-hmm. or something like that. It was so, I definitely don't, don't think that's one of the best movies I've seen this year. It's creative and fun, but it's not the right. best. I, I didn't I've, walk out of there the most entertained, but I walked out of there going, "Wow, they did some stuff." Yeah. So, so maybe they're maybe they're giving them props for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What else well, did you want to talk about tonight, Jack? Yeah, I want to talk about my birthday weekend because my wife did a really cool thing for me. Yeah. She, what um, happened? She took me gun shooting. No. Yeah, really? It, it was really cool. And listen, where'd you go? Like. So was uh, there a place around in, you? Yeah, someplace in Prospect Heights, or not Pro, uh, someplace in Displains, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, it was super cool. It's the first time I'm as green as it gets. The last time I shot a gun, I think I was eight. And okay. so I have no formal training, nothing like that. I've gone to friends' houses and they've shown me their guns and whatever. But I actually we had we had a private lesson. The guy sits there and breaks down everything from assembling the gun to cleaning the gun to holding it the proper way, positioning your feet, all this stuff, hiking your shoulders up, all this information that I didn't know. And then we get to the shooting range and we uh, we go from 15 and 21 feet. Um, That much distance, that extra six feet is quite like a difference. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, I've never experienced it before. So Ursula and I were both shooting. Um, these are live rounds yeah yeah we were shooting okay. live rounds and we were shooting a glock and then a walter p ppk yes i think so okay. that's the james bond gun okay oh and then no no it wasn't the ppk it wasn't a james bond gun unless they've improved the james bond gun but i wanted something for ursula that she felt comfortable handling sure because we were in the same we were also just shooting, shooting for fun, but we were also kind of like, okay, this shopping. is our first experience. Yeah, we're shopping. You're, sho- you're shopping. Yeah. So I, I have these green <clears throat> ranges, and I wanted you, okay, oh, okay, all right. I wanted you to see. This is uh, both 
Ursula and I. Okay. Hopefully okay. I can see this. So Ursula is pretty good at shooting this. What I want to bring your attention to, folks, okay, is where Ursula decided to end her last two. <laughs> Can everybody see that? Did she do that on purpose then? Yeah, that was her last two shots. And then that is good. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was really clever. And I was looking at her going like, whoa, that was from 21 feet away. So All right. oh, with a PDP. I don't know what that is. Uh, to be do you know what a PDP is? Handgun. PDP to me is a personal development plan, but are you timing it up? Yeah. Walther PDP handgun of the year. Oh, is it? 2000, 2001. That's the one that we like so far. Yeah. So if anybody can give me any pointers on um, if that's a good handgun for the both of us, please. I want her as comfortable with it as you can. Yeah. Correct. Um, but it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, and then we went out and had some drinks and uh, had, mm-hmm. had, a, had a pretty good meal, and then we went home. Um, but cool. it was a very, very cool, fun time. I'm glad she did the private lesson. Yeah. Because I guess because I have my 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 card, I can just walk in there, grab a gun to rent, and just start shooting. And she's what, like... What was the size? Do you know the size? Were they nine millimeters or... Yes. 40? Okay, nines nine millimeters yeah um but it's it's weird i for the first time now i've shot plenty of nerf guns in my life (laughs) (laughs) and a little different yeah a little different the adrenaline rush i actually felt was Mm -hmm. weird i didn't expect to feel that at a driving range yeah but when he handed me this gun and i knew what was in it i knew i'm about to fire it and I'm going through this mental checklist of how to hold it and all this stuff. And um, made you nervous? Yeah, I was incredibly good. Nervous. Good, incredibly nervous with it. Um, but as I got, as I shot more rounds, we shot. Yeah, I had to shoot. Let's see, five, twenty-five shot, twenty-five bullets. So okay, around the last fifteen, I was super comfortable. So I started actually yeah. settling down, and but it was weird. It was very weird, and when we were done both ursula and i were like i was like are you thirsty she's like yeah i'm super thirsty i'm like <laughs> yeah, let's go get like a beer or something like i am really thirsty and i i don't know if that's adrenaline the coming down from the adrenaline it could be thirsty. Yeah. i don't know but it was the first time i think i could actually feel i'm trying to think if i've ever felt real adrenaline before i'm sure i have you before have. that yes you're but an athlete you felt adrenaline. maybe it was the first time i was conscious of it it might be the first time in a while that you yeah, had maybe. that kind of rush because yeah but it was yeah. um it was it was a lot of fun i'm glad i did it um it shooting is fun i mean and that's this is where sounds good curtis i'm up for that uh can ursula come as well sure she can yeah absolutely she can because i want her as comfortable so, as i will be and, and for people that aren't reading the comments Kurt has invited Johnny up to Wisconsin to come shooting. Um, there's a place that we know where a guy who is a fully licensed gun collector, like he's he's got a very nice setup yeah. on his land. And like I was out there and it was when I was trying to get back into hunting, like deer yes. hunting. So I was doing some shotgun kind of work and I hadn't shot a shotgun. You know, I think I was in my... I was almost 40 at yeah. that point 
and I hadn't shot a shotgun since I was 16, 17, something like that. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, I got to get used to this again. Um, so this guy who, who has been a competition shooter, he, he, oh, okay. Like, okay. He, he does these prairie dog shoots out yeah. in the Southwest where okay. the, it's a tiny little bullet and it's just, he's got scopes that it looks like a telescope that you'd buy for your daughter okay. to like, like at a Walmart side, but it's mounted on top of a big ass gun. Yeah. Um, but it's still shooting a tiny little round because it's just he's shooting a groundhog. Um, but he's got like World War II style guns. He's like, well, here, squeeze a couple of rounds off of this. This is what a paratrooper would have shot as he was floating down. Oh, okay. Really? That's cool. You know, stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. he's got he's got his setup, his range, you know, up close, walk you back. I think it I think it may go up to 150 yards or more. Like he's got a lot of land to, to work with. Um, but that's a lot of fun. And yeah, yeah. The, the first time I took Krista like shooting, shooting, we went to uh like it was a Gander Mountain outside of Madison, and they actually had CO2 cartridges mm-hmm. and, and then they piped in sound. It was all kind of synced up to give you the sensation of shooting, okay, without actually having a round leave Come the barrel yeah, okay to, to get you used to that feel. yeah yeah get you used to the sound get you used to the recoil get you used the to the sound like, was kind of unreal not yeah. from our gun but the people that were like i guess you could yeah. say our neighbors mm-hmm. they were in there and one guy and i kept trying to find which guy some guy had a huge handgun because like, like it was kind of, it was like when yeah, it like, like shook huge, everything huge hand and i and i was asking the instructor i was like dave what uh what's he shooting over there he goes i have no idea it's probably like a three like a what's the one that dirty harry used 357 yes he says it's probably that judging by the sound i was like holy shit no wonder why people made such a big deal out of that in the movie like i never i never knew that i just thought why are you making a big deal out of the idea yeah um, hurts getting all excited (laughs) i know i know me too actually i and that's what i mean like when people go off about guns like should should citizens own them should they not own them you know not even really getting into the whole second amendment thing like they're fun it is a fun pastime to to shoot things and i don't care if it's a crossbow bow and arrow blow dart yeah i thought she was actually taking me to an archery range at first nerf gun whatever you're right it's it is fun it is fun um, it's a lot of fun. And the one, the one thing, like we were talking about at dinner, like what we would like to do next, cause we definitely want to shoot some more. Um, mm-hmm. so Curtis, we will definitely take you up on this, but I, I also, I want to find more handguns. Like we only yeah. shot two and I want right. to make sure we, <clears throat> I was looking at a Sig Sawyer cause I've read that in a novel. That's, that's the only six reason hour. I knew. Yeah. Six hour. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I thought, okay, let's let's see what that looks like. Because then the other guy, like I, I felt that I held it. I didn't get to shoot that. But we also want to sh- go from like, here's the handgun, here's a rifle, here's an assault rifle, here's yeah. one that you need to be strapped into to shoot. You know, yeah. like that. I want to. So I, I want to do something like that. One of the times we went out to Vegas, um, and we were out there, it was just Chris and I. Um, it, the Badgers were in the final four, okay. so we we found the wisconsin alumni bar yeah like every major city has one right like the packer badger bar yeah yeah we found it wasn't that far away 
drove down to it and there we were going to watch the game <clears throat> so we're sitting there and then these two older gentlemen they had to be like in their late 60s early 70s they're like can we share your table absolutely come on and sit down so we start you know where are you guys from and like where do you live most kind of just chatting with these guys and i'm like right. well what do you what do you guys do out here they're like we're both retired i'm like oh well my follow-up question is well then what did you do just to kind of figure like start the conversation get it rolling and one they're both retired military one guy now ran the shooting range at one of the bases out there there's an armory not that far away from vegas okay. he's like oh i run the shooting range at the armory now like that's kind of my retired military job they let me come in there and i check people in and out I'm like oh that sounds pretty cool he's like yeah you want to come out i'm like uh well do to i Vegas? want to no he wanted me to come out to the shooting range at the military base okay he's like yeah you guys can come out I'm like i'll get you in and i'm like well that's cool what can we shoot he's like what do you want to shoot i'm like i want to like, shoot a tank well, he, <laughs> he said, he's like, he's like, I got every handgun manageable where you want to shoot. I got assault rifles. I got sniper rifles. He's like, I, you want to shoot? A 50 I do want to do an, a, a sniper rifle. I do want to like, do that. He's like, I got a 50 cal. Have you ever shot a 50 cal? No, sir. I have not. He's like, I can set up a 50. He's like, if you want, I can set up a half track, which is What's like, a half track? It, it's, it's like got wheels in the front and then tank treads in the back. So it's like an old okay. World War two. He's like, I got one with a with a like some kind of m60 or kind of thing mounted on the top and then it's got like a little cannon thing he's like he can squeeze some rounds off of those like wow how much would that cost he's like son you're american tax to pay for this i'll just get you in i was like oh my god so i'm like did you do it no because because i'm a good husband did you did you um did you do you have this guy's contact info still so no i don't um Mm. it was the time it like you know you go to vegas you buy tickets to shows and stuff like that he's like i can get you in from you've told this before yeah and and my wife will back me up on it i'm not just talking on my ass she's he's like i can get you in from this time to this time like that's when i can get friends and family in that's it so it was like a two-hour block of time it was like a two or three hour drive to get to him i think yeah he's like you got a car i'm like yeah we rented a car he's like good come on out and it would we would have missed because we went out there. I picked a show to see, and Krista picked a show to see, and it was right in the middle of her show. Show to see that she was really pumped up to see. Oh, it. you know what? I get it. Like, that makes I'm sense. Like, I get it. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Do yeah, it. I get it. That makes sense. So I don't know what all this means. So we can do a nine millimeter, nine millimeter, cal, ten millimeter, twenty. Well, 20 gauge, 12 gauge, 20 gauge, 12 gauge, 40, 40 six. That's a rifle. Okay. And a 22. All right. That works. I, I'll try all that. Yeah. I'll well, even try I, the crossbow. And, it, and honestly, if we got to go out to Denny's, Denny, Denny would start just bringing stuff out that you've never even heard of before. It'd be like, here. Cool. Cool. He's, he's like that. Well, and maybe, you know what? I say that maybe Denny would be like, I don't know this fucking guy. I'm What's the best there. time to go shooting? Is it in the winter or is it like, no, I like, I like spring, summer. I like, spring fall i mean fall i mean i like them where it's it's warm like you're wearing a hoodie yeah jeans hoodie sunglasses and just you know you put earphones on so you don't blow your ears out because it gets loud yeah it does Um, get loud i was shocked by how actually i wasn't i knew it would be loud i 
So didn't I know did, it'd be that loud. Uh, when I was still working in an office, like a physical office, cubicle life, I was on the safety team, okay. um, which is, you know, you look around and you look for safety stuff in the office. Like, are, are the fire extinguishers there? You know, is yeah. this tripping hazard? But it's also the, hey, you need to be trained on the active shooter scenario. Okay. And so I went to a local uh, police department because they they did a... Um, they did a training and they're like, Hey, community members, we're offering a free training. Come on in. And it was put on by the police department. We're great guys teaching the class. And they said at the end of the class, what we're going to do is th- where we were at, which is Turner hall. He's like, we're going to fire, um, a nine millimeter. We're going to fire. Oh, what was his other one? A like an AR like an AR-15. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to do a shotgun. And he's like, I'm going to do it in this room. I'm going to do it in the upstairs balcony. And I'm going to do it in a room that's like a couple rooms away. And the point was, I want you to hear what these sound like. Mm-hmm. So that if you're in a part of your building and you go, what the hell was that sound? Because there was research of like when people are in these situations, they go, what was that sound? Oh, did somebody just drop a box? Okay. Yeah. And then they keep working. He's like, we need people to be aware of like, oh, right. that's a bad sound. Yeah. That, not only that, that uh, yeah, I, I've heard that the way that the acoustics play with, you could actually <clears throat> run into them versus yep. running away from yeah. them. So yeah. he's, he, and these were all blanks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, this, it sounds real. And I tell you, when he fired a 12 gauge in kind of the dance hall area, because that's what Turner Hall old school Turner hall kind of lodge kind of place. There's a stage up front and then seating on that. When he fired off that shotgun round, I've, I've been in shooting ranges before, but if you're doing shotguns, it was all outside. Right. Right. Yeah. Hearing a shotgun go off and like, you feel it. Yes. Like the concussion of it. You're like, Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was, that was an experience. Wow. I can I can imagine where I went. They only had handguns. We were in the handgun range, yeah. And then there's rifle range on the other end. I wanted to walk in there, but the guy was like, "No, nah, nah, come over this way." So I was like, All mm-hmm. right. "I just wanted to walk in there and feel it." I just wanted to, yeah, yeah. The great thing about those ranges and the reputable ones that know what they do, the safety level is off the charts. Like, yeah, I think see- uh, Ursula picked a good one because the guy was. Like, I thought he was very good in terms of teaching us safety yeah. and, and just all the protocols needed for it. I've seen, like, you know, videos on, like, Reddit or something like that of, like, a bachelor party comes in. Oh, no. And and they're just screwing around. And one guy, he's kind of like, yeah, kind of doing like this. And then, the like, the instructor is like, nope, get the fuck out. And, like, yeah. they were gone. Yeah. Um. Another thing, like, when I did that, uh, the infrared CO2 cartridge thing, they also did home invasion training. And a buddy of mine took his bachelor party there, like pre-drinking. Mm-hmm. And he even said when they got there, like, okay, guys, this is serious to us. Like, we're not screwing around here. I right. realize it's a bachelor party. We've all been there. We realize you're here to have a good time. And to, But this part of your bachelor party yeah. is serious. not, not yeah. joke around time. Right. And so one guy, like, he's going, and it was all like video, like almost 360 style video screens mm-hmm. 
and with the infrared stuff. So you're going through a house and then when the shooter pops up, you know, what's your reaction time to right. yeah. stuff like that. But the first guy that went through was just like, like hiding around corners and doing stuff. And they're like, okay, hold up. No. Yeah. You know, if it's an actual home invasion, he's like, if you, if you have grabbed your weapon and you're going through your house and you think someone is in your house, yeah, you need to be verbalizing. I'm in my house. I have a gun. I will shoot you. Yeah. You oh, wow. Get, okay. And you need to give that guy, that intruder, like the opportunity to, to get leave. out. I mean, they're like, they're like, we're not here to just help you learn how to shoot a guy in your house. Yeah. Like we're here for you to help protect your home and blah, blah, blah. They, they took it super seriously. Well, that's good. I, I, as as it should be, it should be something, um, it should be something that's taught safely. It's not Mm a, you know, it's not a Nerf gun. No. And and that's what, when I, when I started to look into like, do I want to get a gun for the house and stuff like that? Um, Coming from a family of cops, those are exactly the people I went to ask advice for. Yeah, absolutely. I would too. Yeah. So, all right, man. I think we're good. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think we've talked enough. Wow, did we organically go so off the charts. This is so what happens when you Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, Greg, sign us out, sir. Oh, it is the deep, dark doldrums of winter here in the upper Midwest. I hear we're going to get to see the sun this week. I'll believe it when I see it and hopefully not think it's the apocalypse happening. Um, But as you're going through there and you are going through your grind here in the long, dark of winter, uh, don't be a douche. For the Greg and Johnny, thank you for listening. Have a good week. Podcast out. Take care. See you later.